Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your host, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Gentlemen, I hope you guys had a nice Christmas, a nice little relaxing uh, weekend with sports and family and all that good stuff. Definitely. All the good yeah, stuff. Likewise, yeah, that was good. That yeah, was nice. And, and, you know, obviously our guys came away with a win on Christmas Day. Uh, didn't like the way it started out, seeing that uh, Wojnowski report early in the morning, like before the game. And a bunch mm-hmm. of friends like sending me the uh, the the, uh, the tweet of it. I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to see that right before the game starts. Bad, bad juju. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it was put out there for a reason. I can give you my take. All right. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to do a lot. There's a lot of topics this week for uh, – um, our guys, uh, the Sixers, um, and obviously we're gonna have we're gonna have a show this week too. That that's that much information this week with the, with the Sixers, yeah. but uh, we got the the big juicy uh, gossip topics today for the show. So um, first one, we're gonna be, get started with the first topic. Um, so since our last show, Sixers finished off their homestand with a huge uh, comeback win over the Clippers, amazing game, um, and then another comeback win on the road versus the Knicks on Christmas Day. So a lot of stuff. So after the Clippers game, Embiid said it was it was the biggest win um, of the year for them. Uh, but he said a bigger win would be winning uh, on Christmas Day on national TV in front of everybody. So my question to you guys is, what was the bigger win? The huge comeback win against one of the best teams in the West or facing some adversity on the road uh, where we've been really bad this year? Yeah, I say the, the Knicks. You know, one, we haven't had much success on the road, um, even though I think the Clippers, you know, comeback was big. But I just think national TV, you get a chance for, you know, a lot more eyes are on you. You get to establish yourself. And I think that, not only did they get the victory in, in comeback form, but they also showed that, hey, we're just as good as any of the rest of these teams in the East. So I think that win right there, you, you lose that game, then all of a sudden some of the dollar and a lot of things keep seeking back in. Um, but I, I, I think that that win um, and the way it was played as far as your best players dominating, uh, you know, fluid team, um, Knicks have been playing well, even though they lost a few games right before. Um, but it's still a playoff team. And I think it's you're still on the road and it's still a big game on national television with with tons of eyes on you. Yeah, I was deciding which one I was like, you can make a case for both, really. I was like, oh man, you can do both. Um, I totally agree with what you said about the uh uh Knicks on that day, too. Um I chose Clippers, good, which is great. Um I just think there were so many storylines with the Clippers. You had the um the, the Doc versus Lou aspect of it. Um, Doc coached that team, a lot of those guys on it. That was his team. Um, 
So there was definitely some extra skin in that game. It wasn't just a typical, you know, good team versus good team game. Um, Clippers are going to be a powerhouse in the playoffs. I, I, I actually think that I told, I think I told you this too, Marcus. They remind me of of the Sixers to a degree too. Uh, very like playoff built teams. Um, some fragile guys on it who need a little more, you know, white glove treatment uh, throughout the season. Some rest days here and there to to make sure they're just good for the playoffs, right? Like once they once the Clippers just get in if they're healthy, healthy, good luck. Like because Kawhi when he's locked and loaded and and George playing thirty minutes every night in the playoffs is gonna be tough. Uh, very top deep, very top heavy, yet also have depth. Both teams do. Um, Doc and Lou both love blowing big leads. They have it in them, obviously. Uh, so it was kind of it was cool and ironic that Doc came back against his former whoa, whoops against his former team. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's like maybe it's a maybe it's deeper than just Doc. Maybe it's yeah. anyone that Doc ever hired before also has it. <laughs> it's like that movie Thinner where you have to like curse someone else and then they have it. Uh, <laughs> you get rid of it. Maybe he gave it away to uh, to Lou the sidelines where the game started. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I just think it was a, a great deficit, huge deficit, and very impressive to come back against that kind of team, a team that you wouldn't expect to lose it like that. Um, I just thought it was I just thought it was really impressive. It was extremely impressive. Yeah, and I think the the big thing about the Clippers, um, you know, obviously Kawhi Sixers, so we obviously have history with Kawhi. Um, and he was he was automatic that game. I think like going into that fourth quarter, I think he only missed like two or three shots going into that fourth quarter. I mean, and yeah, I mean, we had well. he was he was playing amazing and also, a lot of the shots, like those, um, those the the shots he was getting over MB too, it brought back some old memories, uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, hey, we got we got the win. Um, and I, I would say, and I think that was a big test too, playing against the Clippers with all their guys having PG and Kawhi yes. live. And I think that was like what made that win so impressive. And I know the Knicks game, Christmas Day, you know, it's a, it's a national, you know, national televised game, so you, you could take you could take away either one of those games as a bigger victory. Oh. Um, so yeah. It's nice to get wins when you're not even the healthiest team. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing a lot of lately too with, with teams like we, cause you know, you beat a team and you're like, Oh, but he was out, but they didn't have this guy. I mean, teams are looking at us and fans are looking at us going, did they just beat us? They didn't have Maxi. They, they don't even have their other young phenom, you know? So it's cool. Yeah. Um, and I and I think I, I heard Skip Bayless say today that maybe the Sixers are better without Maxi and they're going to have to deal with that. And we'll get into that Friday. Obviously, his first game back <laughs> on Friday, but he was saying that they may have to deal with that when Maxi comes back. Um, you know, kind of readjusting to ha- ha- his game um, instead of you know what we're doing with Melton. So we'll we'll talk about that on Friday when uh, when his first game comes. Um, okay, so next topic we kind of mentioned Harden. Um, so. Sixers have dominated since he's come back, uh, going eight and one, and have both top five ranked offense and defense in that same nine game stretch. But uh, as we mentioned before on uh, Christmas Day, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that Harden is seriously considering a return to the Houston Rockets in free agency this July, um, if he decides against a new deal with the Sixers. So I got to ask you guys: Is this meaningful, or is this much ado about nothing at all? I think it's a negotiating ploy from someone. That's all I think it is. Because it's irrelevant. It's like, why, Rose? Like, why right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not making sense to even talk about this. It's December. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what somebody's going to do. Like, it just doesn't make sense that he's going to leave a team that they say they want to win a championship to a team that's rebuilding. Like, it just just doesn't make sense. Um, So, to me, it's from someone. I'm not saying it came from James or James people or his agent. I just, me personally, I just think 
one way or another, it's a negotiating clause. I'm not taking a discount anymore with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. Um, having or I can go back to finish my career in Houston. So I'm not taking, you know, so if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go live where I want to live, play where I want to play if I'm, if I'm going to take a discount. So in my opinion, I don't know where it comes from, but if I had to take it a, a give it a, give my opinion or guess, I would say that's all it is because it's, it's really no reason to bring it up right now. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm not taking it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, when I was watching it, when I, when I heard, the, heard the story, I didn't even get the sense that like someone just told him that. I, I have a feeling he's just known that for a while, and they were like, you know what? Remember we talked about a month ago? Go ahead and drop that story now. So you can do it now. Because it's like, hey, Merry Christmas, Woj. Oh, yeah. He, uh, we're going to go back to Houston if uh, we don't get the deal we want. Oh, okay. Well, let me go ahead and type that. Like, what? They, it just, it's re- after an eight and one stretch, or at that point, it was seven, seven and one. But it's just like, it's odd timing. Like, Christmas Day. And playing, and playing arguably the best he's played. Yes. Yes. That's what makes me think, like, okay, strike wire the iron's hot. You're not struggling right now. Because yes. if, if that story came out when we were struggling, yes, that would have been. Bad, right? It would have been like, geez, well, yeah, you might have to go because it doesn't look like it's working out anyway. So it's like now it comes out when they're doing awesome. It's like, oh, by the way, uh, just in case you think that winning solves everything, in, in, including my bank account, it doesn't. I, I still want a lot of money or I'll go back home. Um, it actually might have even surfaced after we play, played Houston. Like, hey, uh, you had a fun time over there, huh? Maybe you uh, can go back there. It's like, uh yeah, I mean I would if things don't work out here, which I think this that, that's why I think it's much to do about nothing because well it's not even a report he would go back to his hometown that he spent 15 years at if it doesn't work out here. Well yeah, I mean of course would they even want him back? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. I'm I'm saying like you, I'm like what Houston do. Yeah, I, I I looked on the comments. I actually wanted to see what Houston fans were saying, and and most of them were like no. <laughs> like, why would we do that now? We have two ball dominant guards that run our offense with Green and Porter. So, where would what would Hard go back to being a six man? Gordon can't even get consistent minutes on that team. So, I don't, I, don't, I didn't get it. But, but the thing is, a lot of uh, the offseason when they were talking about, oh, is he going to go back to Philly before he signed the deal? They were going over teams, and they really didn't have a lot of teams that were realistic for him. So maybe this is the most. That's why, that's why I think. That's why I think. If, if you know, from the standpoint of him taking a shave or a discount, before I take a shave or discount, I'll just do this. Yes. I'll go I'll, back home. My opinion. Yes. I'll just score go thirty yes, and nine. Exactly. Yes. Win. Yes. But that's not the same Houston. They're actually trying to win now. They're trying to like bolt. I mean, they're just so young. It's just it's not going to. It just doesn't make sense. No. No. Yeah, so. um, he is, I mean, James is a top player, so you just never yeah. know. I also think it could could work. It means nothing until we see how the f- season finishes and how they unfold. Yeah. Or if they don't fold at all, they win at all, or if they yeah. lose and James doesn't shoot his shots in the third and fourth quarter, <laughs> then yeah, we can start asking those kind of questions. But yeah. for now, it's just I, I think it's just nothing posturing for money. It wasn't the whole idea of this being like a two to three year kind of like plan. You know, that's why Tucker signed for a three year deal with us. That was kind of remember people were pissed off that we signed Tucker for three years. It was like, oh, maybe that's a part of a, a long term, a, a two to three year plan with with Harden in mind. So, I mean, I mean, doesn't that sure. kind of 
but his contract was almost structured like a one-year deal. It was a like get out after one year. Right. So it, it we we seems like we have like a two to three year plan, but he's not locked in for those three years yet. Yeah. So it's like a one and then we'll figure it out after this. I, mean, I also think he might just keep doing it to allow us to maybe have flexibility, but I can't see him doing another discount again. Not to that extent. No. Especially if he keeps this up, this nine-game stretch that we're going through right now with him. If he keeps that up, then uh, we might have to ante up. And I think I read recently it'd be the first time ever you'd have a league leader in assists and points on the same team or in 40, 40 something years. Who would that have been? 40 years. Magic at Kareem or no? Is that, that oh, was... yeah, maybe. That's a good guess, actually. That's exactly probably who it is. Forty years from now, that, that would be what eighty-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that that would probably make sense. Okay. You looking it up? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of a tough one to. The last team to have the guy who averaged the most assists per game and most points per game, or just total. Uh, on the same on the same team. Hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be tough to find. Yeah. Well, sidebar that we'll bring it up on uh, Friday. We'll, we'll revisit it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's um, a good. That's a very good guess, though. Yeah. Yeah. It makes the most sense. Um. All right. So next topic. Um. Obviously, after the game on uh, Sunday, and then after last night, uh, seeing the uh, the Nets uh, kind of dominate the Cavs pretty much all throughout the game. We're seeing that there's kind of this, there's two tiers in the Eastern Conference right now. And there's three games separating the one seed to the five seed. Um, and I've seen everyone kind of talking about who are the teams to beat in the East. And you got the Celtics and the Bucks. Everyone's kind of putting them on a pedestal. And then you have the Nets and Cavs as the next tier. But watching some of the, the hot take shows, you had JJ Redick and Kendrick Perkins talking about it. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp kind of talking about it. And they didn't really know where to put the Sixers. Are the Sixers more on the Celtics and Bucks tier, or are they more on that Nets and Cavs tier? So I want to ask you guys, where do you guys see the Sixers as far as tiers in the Eastern Conference right now? Well, I mean, if I had to, I mean, if I have to make a tier, I mean, I think the reason why you say Boston and, and you know, okay. Milwaukee is because they went to the finals. Milwaukee won championship. Um, so they've done what the other three teams haven't done. So, so until, you know, other teams can kind of accomplish that and kind of be like, hey, we're doing the same thing you did. We can get to the finals and win. We can get to the finals and be second place. So until you get to that point, um, it's kind of hard to say, yeah, we're just like that team, um, you know, especially from Sixers standpoint, we haven't even got past the second round. Yeah. So, you know, Cavs, you know, obviously haven't since LeBron was there in, in the Nets, haven't either. So um, those teams – Got to at least get to the conference finals and get to a finals. I think where you can say, okay, they're like that, but you know, so I, that's where I think the difference is. Um, and then they are the top two teams in the East again, yeah. Um, going into you know the end of December, so do I think they're capable of beating those teams? Yes, I do. Um, but I think if you're just going by, you know, proven success, there is some separation from that standpoint. Yeah. Um, all five teams are so close to being in the same tier. I guess, yeah, what, what would uh, separate them would be the past um, success. The, for the Bucks, though, I, I got to say, I mean, I, I think Celtics, personally, I think Celtics are tier one. I think it takes a step down after that. The Middleton injury, man, it really scares me for them. I, I just, 
it, that knee is just, he keeps missing games because of that knee because the swelling keeps coming back. And if he can't do the grind in playoffs, like that's a lot to overcome. Yeah, man, he, you know, he, he, I get what you're saying, but you know, he, he wasn't there last year and it was, they lost in game seven of the conference yeah. final. Yeah, it's true. I just, <laughs> and they wanted the year before, you know what I'm saying? So they, everyone they got it. better though. I'm just everyone saying, but they, they, they lost. I, I think Milwaukee got better. They, they lost in conference, you know, like conference finals in game seven. So even without him, they did better than those other three teams, and they won it the year before. So to say that they're like those other teams, I don't know how you can say that. Yeah, I just think that Cavs and got they still, and they still so much better. They still accomplished what Boston didn't accomplish. Um, won it, and, and Boston went to the finals and got beat in whatever five games. I believe Milwaukee could have did that. Yeah, probably <laughs> without Milton. I think they could have won a game. Yeah, yeah. I just think Celtics got they got they got Robert Williams back. Um, they don't have the Gallinari trade, but they got Brogdon in that deal. I think they've improved. I just think we talked about this a while ago, but that we were also hinging on Middleton coming back. What is what is what did the Bucks really do? They got they got Ingles. I mean, Giannis is just good enough to make you a top three seed. I think no matter what in the East, I just think he is. He, he's good. He's good enough to get you to the finals. He's good enough to get you to the conference finals. He's good enough to win the conference finals. Um, the other teams can't say that. Mm. Now, he's done it. Not here. He's done it in the West. So I believe he can do it. I believe Kyrie's talented enough to do it, especially with KD. I believe they had the talent to do it. But it's potential. They just haven't done it. Mm-hmm. They had the potential to do as it. As they team. But I believe yeah. that they, yes, I believe that. So if I'm if I'm if I'm saying would it surprise me if the Nets make it? No, it would not. No, it not at all. Surprise me at all. I mean, but look, to, say, great, to say that they're like the Celtics and the Celtics just swept them last year. Um. So, but then like, on the other hand, to say that the Bucks aren't like the Celtics, like why not? Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's just and they're closer to the Celtics than anybody else in the East. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, I, and I. I, I like the Celtics. I like them, but, but they're like a game apart. <laughs> it's not like the Celtics is like soaring past teams. No, it's true. As is, it's very close. I just think if I'm projecting, I think Middleton becomes, I mean, that's which is probably why they're being as cautious as possible because they're number yes. two right now and he's hardly played. So it's like, get, get, get right. Save the swelling for the playoffs. Like, don't, don't. Don't play. Don't risk anything right now. Which until, he's, yeah. until they until they say he's out for the season, my outlook is that he'll he'll gradually get better. It's no different than Clay Thompson playing with Golden State, and we didn't, you know, he was, you know, playing with injuries and trying to mm-hmm. recover. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that was very helpful. Just say even everybody saying he wasn't the same, but take him away and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You see, what and I'm they saying? might make a deal. I heard they were interested yeah. in weren't there one team interested in Crowder? I think they were right. That makes cool. a lot of sense. You add no Crowder way. there, and yeah, I mean, you know, um, so I, I can see that still happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even more so with Middleton's knee continuing to swell up. Um, and you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Nets took out the Celtics. I think I think they actually match up really well now. I think Simmons can neutralize one of Brown and Tatum a little bit, like he did last night with Mitchell. And then you have Durant playing some of the best defensive ball of his career. I think he can maybe guard the other one, and no one questions the net scoring ability. So, yeah. I think the top five are extremely 
extremely talented. I would put the Sixers above the Cavs because I think when push comes to shove, you have the most dominant, one of the most dominant players in the NBA on our team. And what, you're going to look for Mitchell to do his, you know, eight for 27 shooting in the playoffs to try to keep you in games. But we've seen how that works with the best defensive team in the Jazz. It didn't. So I I just think the Cavs have a little more of an upward climb to figure out who's going to be that guy to just take over games in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think I like the Cavs. I do. I mean, I, I think that they are a team that can beat you in one game. I'm not sure if they can win four. Mm-hmm. It's a top four. Well, we'll see. I mean, they yeah. have some. Yeah. They have some talented players that can win a series, and and you know, with their talent, they defend, they play hard. So they yeah. got the tangibles. Yeah. They're well balanced too. They have a well balanced team. They got the tangibles, you know, but we'll see. And with us, it's like we have our own question marks. We're playing amazing right now, but we almost have to re gel when Maxi comes back. So our potential's through the roof, but at the same time, do we revert back to the first 10 games of the season? I don't know. So it's like we got to redo some things when he comes back and figure it out. Um, Is it we or he? <laughs> Maybe that's a question for Friday. Oh, 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 I thought I thought you were making fun of me for saying the oh, we team. No, I said, is it no? I'm saying, is it we or he? I, yeah, well, I guess the we'll, team or is it him as in Max? Yeah. I guess we'll have to answer that. I guess that'll be a topic on Friday. I, I think. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let me get some time to get yeah. some artillery for that answer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's awesome. The top mm-hmm. five. I think the East is extremely competitive, and uh, you know, I, it's gonna be really fun to to watch it all unfold. Yeah, I, I hope they all get healthy. I hope I hope they all get healthy and stay healthy. Really. Well, I mean, I was really kind of similar on the lines of the, the Middleton thing. It's that we're playing so well right now that we were allowed to kind of let Maxi kind of rest in, like a few more yeah. weeks because we probably would have rushed him back even sooner if that if that you know that kind of mediocrity that we had in the beginning of the season kind of continued a little bit. We probably would have rushed him back sooner, but we've had the luxury the last few weeks of you know letting him rest a little bit more and letting him recover more. So so that's a luxury that we've had and also Milwaukee's had with uh, kind of letting their star players rest a little bit longer for the injuries. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, and we'll talk more about Maxi on Friday when he makes his uh, his return. So um. Okay. So topic four, we got uh, uh predictions. So tonight. Uh, the Sixers will be going to Washington. Tasia and I were going to go to that game, but we're not going anymore because the nosebleed tickets are starting at like $90 right now because I think everybody and their mother's going to this game tonight. Dude. Unreal. What the hell? Unreal. We got a better deal in the playoff game two years ago. I know. Holiday, man. And we were like six seats. We were like six rows. Holiday. Holiday. Playoff game. Holiday, no, no school, nothing, you know, something to do. Like Go to Chuck E. Cheese. Go to Discovery Philly's Zone. Close. Philly's close. Like, it's, that's it. That's yeah. always. Th- those games were, like, right around the holiday, were, like, always, like, crowded games. Mm. Um, and I think you'll probably see a lot of Philly fans, too. Yeah. That's you see a lot of Philly is. fans that, you know, that that's not really going to games up there and get a chance to go and see them there. So I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a better deal for like the lower rows than it was for the, the, the like the really far ones, mm-hmm. because because the families are going or taking those really far. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's no school, so they're not sitting family. Yeah, it's just like it's, it's an outing to them. It's just yes. going to an outing. It's like, oh come on. It's, it's, polar it's the polar opposite of when I went to the game back on Halloween when we when we traveled to uh, Washington on Halloween. Families weren't going to that game, so we I, I got good tickets for uh, for like sixty bucks that that night. So um, it, it's a polar opposite to, to this one. 
Um, but anyway, so uh, so far we've played we played them four times this year. We've only played we, we only played them twice so far. Uh, we've we've uh, split. We beat them in Washington and they beat us in Philadelphia. Uh, they we beat them by seven at Washington and they beat us by ten at Philly. So tonight we are a four point favorite at Washington. So what? Uh, who do you guys have on this one tonight? Do you guys have us covering the spread? Uh, I was covering. We'll win it and plus. Plus territory. We'll, we'll win, pull away in the end. I think it'll, they'll play as close. We'll end up making some free throws and some shots down the end. They'll pull some starters and we'll cover. Starting plus four scares me, though. I mean, minus four. It's like, that's really, that's tough, man. I I, I thought we'd be favored by more than that, but. Um, well, but the last time we played them, I believe, in Washington, I think it was, I think we were minus three. Because I remember we were also questioned by that spread as well, and we ended up winning that game by seven. So, I thought we, I thought we, oh, we won a Washington loss in Philly. That's right. That's yeah, right. But we didn't, but we didn't have Embiid that night though. So that's, yeah. See, that is a yeah. suspect spread though. Mm-hmm. That makes you think to take Washington tonight. Makes you think to take Philly. It's like oh, low spread <laughs> with a team that's won a gazillion in a row. And yeah, um, I'm gonna go Wizards plus five. I think it'll be a close game. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and Porzingis is back. Porzingis is dominated. Both games he's played against us, he's dominated us. So, um, yep. one guy to watch in that match. If he over rebounds with Porzingis because he can rebound against us because everyone else can because we don't <laughs> rebound. Um, I mean, it's unbelievable. What did MB get eight last game? What on, on Sunday? He didn't get his double double, right? He got like eight in that game. Yeah, I don't believe so. Mitchell Robinson was having his way down there. Mitchell Robinson had like 30 rebounds that game. <laughs> It's yeah, insane. That's the one thing if I wish Joel could improve on, you know, is more consistent dominating rebounding, when, especially when he dominates with points. Yeah. 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 He's turning into Brooke Lopez on us. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't want to say that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I um, I will take Porzingis uh, 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 above point, uh, over points and rebounds for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we pull away with a win, and hopefully we have another. We we, we continue our streak with Maxi coming on Friday with the uh the bounce, bounce back for Tobias too. That'd yeah. be good. He didn't even get double figures, so that'd be good. Get one last game in Tobias before Maxi comes back, and you're back to take. Yeah, those those attempts will be, <laughs> will be <laughs> going down. But no, he knows it too. He knows he's like, shoot, I'm going to shoot like 20 times tonight, man. I get mine in before Maxi comes back. <laughs> But all right, guys. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the Sixers and Wizards game tonight, and hopefully we continue the streak when uh, Maxi returns on Friday. Fellas, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. All right, we'll see you guys on Friday. See you guys, enjoy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.